most reports actually say that her and Chen Minlok's relationship wasn't really built on love and emotional connection, but built on drugs and money. One night while Fen Min Yi was at work, Chen Minlok came to visit her like the amazing boyfriend that he is. <laughs> I'm not sure what was going on, but there came a time where he left her and his wallet was sitting on the table. That is where she stole $4,000 in from his wallet and this is i just kind of put this in my notes but who puts four thousand dollars in their wallet literally i don't know you're asking to get robbed yes <laughs> honestly like if i had four thousand dollars in my wallet i would be expecting someone to steal that from me as soon as he saw the cash was gone chen and Lok enlisted two of his henchmen ling xing cho and ling wan loon I hope I said that right. I tried to find someone else saying it on video, but I couldn't find any of that, so I'm just going off of what I think is how it sounds. He basically told the two henchmen to kidnap Fen Min Yi. He intended to force her into prostitution for himself and take money she earned as payback for the cash she had stolen from him. She was basically going to be kidnapped until she made back all the money that she had stole. And if I had to guess, she was going to make a little extra for Chen Lok because she did steal the money and he is a drug dealer, so he probably wanted to get a little extra cash off of her. To no one's surprise, the plan quickly got out of hand. Not long after kidnapping her, the drug lord and his henchmen soon decided that simply prostituting Femini wasn't going to be enough and began torturing her. Apparently, she wasn't making enough money and they were impatient. Trigger warning, it is about to get dark. Now, I mentioned that they started torturing her, right? I am not sure why they decided to do that because hurting her wasn't going to return the money she stole. Basically, they tied her up and beat her and for over a month subjected her to various horrors such as burning her skin, R-wording her multiple times, and forcing her to eat her own feces. Now that that is out of the way, what also bothered me with this story is the 14-year-old girl that reported the crime to the police. She literally helped participate in torturing Femini and claimed that she thought it was just for fun. How is kicking someone in the head? like multiple times fun. I don't understand how someone could decipher that as like a fun activity. The 14 year old girl actually hasn't been named because police wanted to protect her identity, which in some cases I get, but in this case I don't. Apparently she's also another one of Chen Min Lok's girlfriends, but I feel the term girlfriend is loose here. If I had to guess, she very well could have been in the same situation as Fen Min Yi, needing drugs and money. And then this is from the website ATI All Things Interesting. It states, at one point, when Afong visited the torturous trio in Chen Minlok's apartment, she witnessed Menlok kick Menyi 50 times in the head. Afong then joined in hitting Menyi in the head, though the details of the extent of torture inflicted by Afong were not released as part of her plea deal, were no doubt extensive. When asked about them, she replied, I had a feeling it was for fun. That's what she told reporters, and that blows my mind, honestly. About a month of consistent torture goes by, and Afong discovers that Fen Min Yi had died overnight. Chen Min Lok and his henchmen went back and forth saying that she had died from an overdose of meth that she had admitted on herself. However, most experts speculate that the reason why she passed away was because of the large amount of torture she received day to day, and that's kind of what I believe, especially if this went on for an entire month. I don't think that the human body can take on that type of torture, especially for that long period of time. This is only speculation because there's no way to know for sure. They weren't really able to do an autopsy on her body because after discovering she was dead, the henchman moved Fen Min Yi's body to the apartment's bathtub and dismembered her with a saw from their tool shed. Then, they cooked the individual pieces of her body to stop her from decomposing and emitting the smell of rotting flesh. Using boiling water on the same stove which they were cooking dinner, which they were cooking, 
The killers boiled the pieces of her body and disposed of them with the household's garbage. Apparently, they would do this in small doses until every part of her body was gone, except her head. Her head, however, they saved. After boiling it on the stove, they sewed her boiled skull into an oversized Hello Kitty mermaid doll. This is where the case gets the name Hello Kitty. Additionally, they kept one of Feminine's teeth and several internal organs, which they kept stored in a plastic bag. Not really sure why they did that, but one disturbing fact I found out was this whole dismembering process was used with the same kitchen utensils that they ate their dinner with. No. no. There's no amount of dish soap that could get that off. Like, I don't think, I think I would have thrown the utensils away after doing that. Um, but dinner is served. <laughs> Just imagining, like, sitting in someone's apartment and eating dinner that they cooked from you, and the fork that you're eating with was used to cut up someone's body. I'm like, really glad that we're eating out today. Yeah, we're actually going to get food <laughs> right after this, so... We're using plastic utensils, yes. not silver, yes. so... <laughs> As a result, the three were convicted not of murder, but manslaughter. As the jury believed, though they had caused her death, death was not their intent. Talk about some BS, if you ask me. Yeah. If you're going to kidnap someone for a month and you're torturing them, you have to be expecting them to pass away, especially if you're not giving them the proper nutrients, food, water, etc. Their charge left Hong Kong's public reeling from the Hello Kitty murder, but the trio was sentenced to life in prison, thankfully. They did get the possibility of parole in 20 years. I have actually since checked to see if they were released because the case is well over 20 years old. And it looks like, thankfully, they are still in jail. So praise. I guess, yeah, praise. <laughs> the justice system is doing their job for once. But that is the story of the Hello Kitty oh murder case. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I've never heard of that before. Mm -hmm. It's an old case. I mean, it's, like I said, well over 20 years old. Um, oh. I honestly haven't even heard of it until someone commented and was like, do the Hello Kitty case. And I was like, okay, I'll add it. But whenever I did research, talk about a dive down a rabbit hole because just when I thought I found more information, more came up. If you guys want to do more research, I am sure there's so much more information that I didn't touch base on with the Hello Kitty case. Do your research on your own and if you find any more facts that I could have left out, shoot me an email. I would love to hear some more details that I could have possibly looked over. Without further ado, this has been me and my sister Alyssa. If you guys liked her, <laughs> she's just here to enjoy the moment. She was asking what she says, and I said, just listen, this is story, <laughs> story time. But without further ado, I will see you guys next time. Boom! Crushed it. That's like, literally crazy. Yeah.